Welcome to my podcast. I'm Evan Makovsky, where we interview business leaders, especially very successful ones and CCOs, chief communications officers. And it's my pleasure to welcome Tara Carmichael to the program. And Tara is the chief communications officer for StockX. How you doing, Tara? I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to chatting with you. Well, likewise, why don't you tell me what StockX does and how the company came to be? Yeah, sure. So um, we StockX is a leading global marketplace for current culture products is what we call them. So these are products that are in, you know, highly coveted, limited supply and, you know, really high demand. It can be anything from sneakers and handbags and collectibles to like, art prints and skate decks. It's basically the stuff that are really hard to get your hands on when there's a big drop and, you know, you see people waiting in line, um, you know, in big lines around corners, like people get their hands on them um, and then trade them on StockX. And our, the core customer is a, you know, they call it the current culture curious. And these are people that are, you know, really riding the wave of current culture. It's a lot of Gen Z and millennials who are really just been hungry for a new way to, transact and engage with brands. And so, yeah, it's it's a fascinating business that I'm now a year and a half into the job and still learning. What are your day-to-day duties, Tara, at StockX? Yeah, so um, I run corporate communications and at StockX, that's, it's really comprised of both internal employee communications, and then also all the external stuff. So public relations, crisis and reputation management, um, anything corporate communications, executive communications. So um, we kind of really oversee the voice of StockX um, in terms of how we show up in the world for our customers. How did your duties change during the pandemic? Mm, So... A, a major shift. We were already starting internal communications, but we had a major shift um, kind of in like maybe a over rotation on the internal side. So we have various types of working environments at StockX. We have our, you know, people who work in the in the offices. And then we also have what we call authentication centers. And those are the places, one of the things I didn't say when I told you about StockX is, um, you know, we are this platform where people sell and people buy and we sit in the middle. And so sellers of these um, current culture products, they will um, list an item for sale. And when it sells, they send it to one of our 11 authentication centers or drop-off centers. And we authenticate the product. We make sure that it is not one of the many fakes out in the world. And we have people who are very well trained to do that. And then we send that product off to um, to the buyer. So we have both, to answer your question about how it changed during the pandemic, we have, you know, our corporate um, offices, and then we have authentication centers. And so, you know, on the corporate side, much of the workforce shifted to working from home because they were able to do their job from home. And so, um, you know, we really leaned on things that helped our team stay engaged and productive. We have a weekly company-wide meeting. Our CEO is named Scott Cutler, and we named a meeting called Cut to the Chase with Scott Cutler, which is led by him and our uh, leadership team each week. 
<laughs> very you, nice, very you. creative um, branding. So that was kind of on the on the offices side. And then, as I mentioned, we have these 11 authentication centers and drop offs. So what was really front and center for me during that time is striking the balance of, you know, ensuring that we are staying in operation to serve our global customers, but putting the safety of our team first. And so that um, was a big part of how we engaged and kept people motivated and most importantly, kept people safe during the pandemic. Moving out of the pandemic and joined by Tara Carmichael. She's the chief communications officer for StockX. How are uh, things changing with the company now as we are hopefully moving out of the pandemic? You mentioned working from home, et cetera. What's in motion there? Yeah, I mean, we continue the communications hasn't really slowed down. You know, I think we, um, you know, keep the team aware of what is happening, how we're managing through what was and to some degree still is unprecedented times. Um, so, you know, it it means that we have to find new ways. And we found I think we've proven that people are able to you know, be productive and um, and work from home where they can. And then we've also found ways to ensure that people stay safe. But, you know, we're, it, it is a day to day, you know, things are moving fast and we have to make internal communications uh, decisions quickly and thoughtfully. And so it, it is it is an ongoing battle. How big of a um, career challenge for you personally was doing communications during the pandemic when you look back on your entire career? Yeah, so, um, you know, I took this job in December 2019. So it was right before everything started heating up in the U.S. on, on the pandemic. And, and the expectation was that I would be traveling to Detroit from San Francisco three weeks a month at least in my first six months to really get to know the team. Our headquarters is based in Detroit and, um, and a lot of our leadership is there. And so, you know, I, I joined the company with the expectation and agreement that I would do that and was, was really excited to do that. And then come March, I think March 7th was when I flew home and um, haven't been back since. And so, you know, that was a, big shift. It was a welcome shift. And I was so glad to have had those three months to really get to know my team in person. But on the other hand, I also, you know, we had our head of customer support start during the pandemic. And I just met him for the first time. We've worked together for a year and a half. Um, and it was incredible how, how much of a relationship we were able to build, even though we were remote. So, you know, it, it was, challenging in that at the beginning of the pandemic, just because of the internal and external dynamics and, you know, kind of part of my job, it was nonstop. Like, you know, I would wake up before light and I would stop and start working and I would stop after it was dark. And that was just kind of like, I mean, as you know, in this world, it's kind of par for the course. When things are on fire, you don't sleep. So it was a lot of work, but I also think, you know, honestly, there were some silver linings that came from um, from the pandemic. I think, you know, we slowed down a little bit in terms of social engagements. And while I missed that to some extent, I also appreciated that, you know, I've got 16 year old boys that probably would have just been gone from the house and hanging with friends. And while I would have loved for them to have had that, I feel like I got an extra year with them. Got it. Um You've been, you've worked in many different verticals as a communications professional, um, you know, from 
Yahoo. I'm just looking over spot yeah. spot.com marketing. I mean, I'm just going even back, but you know, how come you've changed verticals? Is it the new challenge? Do you find it's the same playbook doing communications in these different verticals? Um, basically, how, as you've navigated your career, is it seeking new challenges? What has kind of spurred yeah. you to not stay in one vertical, but changed verticals? Yeah, that's such a good question. And, you know, it's so fun. Like, I'm dating myself, but I welcome that. Um, in the early days of communications, when I started at Makovsky as my first job, um, it was, you know, you, it was still very much you lunched with reporters and, you know, had that one-on-one -on -one relationship that was very much in person. And I think over time and in, in the early 2000s, you know, it kind of things shifted to email and now it's on social channels, you know, and like you don't necessarily have to have these like lunches with reporters anymore. So I think just the industry changed a lot over time. Um, but to, to answer your question about, you know, how and why I made these shifts, like the, my agency days and of course, Makovsky, like we, I launched my career there with people that have turned out to be lifelong friends for me. Um, but also at other agencies that I worked in, you know, the, the benefit was I got to work alongside like-minded people who were kind of experts in their, in our field on big brands and seeing how big brand marketing worked. I worked on Kellogg's and Nike and Legos and like really cool companies. And I got exposure to that. And then I moved to San Francisco in 99, right in the middle of the, you know, first dot-com boom. And I had the opportunity to take part in that and go work in a garage. And that was a little bit of a risk. I was maybe three, year, four years into my career at that point and kind of working my way through agency life. But I saw this, I was like, I think it's important to remain flexible in your career and kind of seek opportunities as they present themselves. And to me, I was like, I'm here. I'm in the middle of this at this point in time. I need to take advantage of it. And so I did it. I went and I worked in a garage um, with at spa.com. And so, you know, that kind of what is what drove that shift. Um, and then I felt like I really liked that cross-functional. So while I enjoyed at the agencies, the opportunity to work with like-minded people, once I went to a startup, I was able to work side by side with engineers and finance professionals and people that did something totally differently where I was relied upon for my expertise. And I really enjoyed that. So when an opportunity came up to join Yahoo and do just that, um, I, I jumped on it. So, um, and one of the things I often tell people is, you know, especially early in your career is get good brands on your resume and work for really good people and everything else falls from there. And so I felt like when I was at Yahoo, I had the opportunity to have that autonomy and own the communications function within my group, but also work alongside. I had So I had access to other communications professionals across the company, but I worked embedded in my business unit with people in all, um, in all roles. So engineering, product, finance. So that, that was a fantastic opportunity. So I feel like each step that I made was very deliberate and that I knew I had something to learn and gain from it, but I wasn't necessarily, um, it's not as if five years before I joined 
my first startup, I was like, my goal is to join a startup. You know, like I was kind of a little bit more whimsical about the approach. Got it. And uh, Evan Makovsky with Tara Carmichael, the CCO of StockX. You started your career at Makovsky Integrated Communications, and I was an intern in full disclosure, in 1996 summer, and <laughs> look, here we are in 2021 still talking. So how about that? That's amazing. I love it. And I remember those days, and we would take you to the bars with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it moving here. Keep it clean. Be, be, uh, being humble, what is your greatest skill you bring to the table as a communicator? Oh, gosh. Um, so... Um, two things come to my, sorry, you asked for the greatest skill. Yep. The great, the things. greatest skill. I think, um, my diplomacy, like even, I, I think, you know, I, um, am able to, in sometimes very difficult situations, hear people, let them know that they're heard and, um, bring them along on my thinking. And um, I think, you know, it, it's important. It, it's easy to look like a pushover when you're diplomatic. So I think it's really important to marry that with um, uh, the, I'm blanking on the word, but like determination, you know, like I have a point of view and I also realize that I, um, and I reserve the right to change my mind when I hear other people out, but I have a strong point of view that I, I think I am able to diplomatically um, manage situations. So I don't know if that, the, the one that, and just to throw out that I think is important that I gained over time because the diplomatic nature, like I also am, um, I, I love harmony and peace in the world, but I also understand that you need strong thinkers to come to the table with, with um, different points of view and strategies. So I balance that. But the one that I learned over time that I think is so important, and of course, I'm always working on it, but is um, feedback and giving and taking feedback in a way that is authentic and trusted. It's not something I would say when when I worked with you back at Makovsky was something central in my career because it was so early. But it's something I've developed. And it started with you know, I, I have kids now and I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, if my kids are in the workplace and they're doing something that is not good for their career or it's not thoughtful thinking or, you know, I really hope someone tells them because if no one tells them what a disservice like this. So I bring that kind of motherly mindset mm -hmm. to um, to feedback, because I think it's so important if you don't share something with people, they're never going to know it and they can never you know, improve upon it. Do you view communications as a form of storytelling? And if not, what do you view it as? If so, please elaborate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, being deliberate around a narrative and what you're going to put out there, I think is is critical, especially as a company matures. One of the things I've done at StockX, we have... Um, uh, part of this internal um, uh, review that we do is we talk about narrative development and how I, I, the image I have are Legos kind of stacked up like a staircase. And we look at StockX 
for each year and what each year kind of stood for. Now, I wasn't here since the beginning when they became the stock market things and that was the real focus. But you can see how each year they built upon um, a very deliberate narrative that helped unfold the story of StockX. And so what we can do now as a more maturing company is specifically spell out, okay, what does the next year look like? And um, so anyway, I absolutely think communications is, is storytelling is central to communications. What does the future hold for Tara Carmichael? Oh my gosh. You mean besides me sitting on a beach with a margarita in yes. retirement? <laughs> maybe besides that, maybe working to, for StockX forever. Maybe, you know, obviously the, the powers that be would love to hear that, I'm sure. But, um, yeah. you know, m maybe... I don't know. I can't answer yeah. what your future holds, but maybe yeah. maybe it's just sitting on a beach with a margarita. <laughs> no, I, I certainly hope I have a long future at StockX. This company is just getting started and I am so thrilled to be part of it. You know, I've never really been one of those like long-term thinkers. You know, when people ask the question, I've never done well when they say, where do you want to be in five years or 10 years? Like that's not how I think, but, um, my mentality has always been very clear, which is put your head down and do really good work, work for people that you trust are going to go to bat for you. And also to just, as I mentioned before, be open and flexible in my career. You know, like had I been rigid about what my next opportunity was going to be, I would have closed off so many things that came my way. And I, you know, feel life is a journey and not knowing what's around the corner is kind of part of the fun. I, I, and so that's been key for me. I agree with you. I agree with you. Sometimes not knowing is part of the fun. It's been a pleasure catching up with you, Tara. Um, I hope uh, that before uh, you get to that destination of being on the margarita, uh, being on the beach with a margarita, you can <laughs> be on the beach with a margarita while you're on the journey. It's my pleasure to reconnect with you, uh, Tara Carmichael, um, Chief Communications Officer at StockX. Thank you. Thanks, Evan. This was fun. It was a lot of fun. And coming up on the next episode, we will have... Patrick McElroy, the Director of External Communications at Black & Veatch. I'm Evan Makovsky. I want to thank Tara Carmichael and thank you for listening.